0: D
1: Roy, we always have good problems to have when you're when you're living right. There's a lot of magic that happens for you. Isn't that, isn't that right, big friend?
2: Uh, big friend, huh? Uh, I'm I mean, just saying you're
1: you're my big friend.
2: Big friend. A well, few ways to take that. <laughs> Husky section, represent. I guess. Yeah. There's only good knives one. to the gunfight club.
1: There's only one way to take that, and that's with
2: love. Well, if that's how I was thrown out, that's how I'll accept it. Man, people, I, I've
1: gotten the messages already. Little people, I, I cut you off early last week. We they're did. Up, a,
2: they're upset. They're riled up.
1: To be continued. We got into some deep discussion. May or may not have been some text trying to get something set up here for later in the year. Um, apparently, you were you were selling cards to their own vendors. Is is that kind of where it happened? Well,
2: so it's that same day and. Uh, we were meeting up with my well, in-laws. I'll catch people back up. I'll, I'll catch up. All we are right. meet, we meeting up with my in-laws down in California. They, they decided that they were going to fly down. We were kind of more of a last-minute. I'm usually not a last-minute guy, but we were debating whether or not we were going to go for different purposes. Just bought a car, and, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff, money, travel, all that kind of stuff involved. Uh, so we kind of last-minute decided, hey, we're going to go. Had time off at work. Might as well use it. So instead of flying down paying the last-minute airfare prices, uh, we we got the turtle card like we've discussed and and uh, like I say I get places yeah uh, you know, I don't mess around usually if I'm if I'm driving I'm in control I I, I don't really mess around I get places so uh, we got down and went to the Frankenstein's collectibles show and afterwards I said to my wife man I'm, I'm doing pretty good today I'm having a pretty good day I'm gonna press my luck a little bit I said there's there's a store called Pro Wrestling Guy Store but, <laughs> and it's you know on the other side of town but we we had a hotel. Uh, that I also got last minute that was downtown LA so I'm like by the time we get downtown and park our car and stuff we're, we're done for the night so um, this is still I mean I don't know 3, 4 in the afternoon something like that and I'm like let's go over can I go over and check out this store just to see what it is because again not a whole lot of wrestling opportunities where I live but they have a whole store and I didn't know if they had cards or whatever so let, let's go check it out and she's cool said, okay yeah let's go so it's kind of, it said Huntington Beach. So I'm like, this is going to be Ooh. nice area. Well, I thought it said Huntington Beach. It said like Huntington or something <laughs> like that. I end up in like uh industrial part of L.A., you know, uh, warehousing and that kind of thing. I, you know, uh, train, train uh, line, tracks <laughs> and stuff. I told my wife, if we ever lived in California, this is where I would work. Like this is, you know, the industrial side of town where trucks and all that are at. So I felt pretty comfortable in the area. It was a little sketchy, and she was kind of like, "Are you sure this is a good area? I'm like, yeah, that's just where I'd work. So (laughs) uh, we find the spot, and it reminded me a lot of Phil's shop. Uh, It was just a small little shop, and pulled in there in in a little strip mall, and walked inside, and they had, I mean, they had shirts, they had all sorts of items, uh, collectible things. They had, you know, all the figures. They had, like, a toaster that would make a a WWE emblem on the toast and stuff. And so I went up to the guy that owned it. I, I guess he was working there, found out he owned it. I'm like, hey, man. Uh, we just came to check you out, you know, we're from Utah. He was kind of talking about WrestleMania with us. Cause it was just down there and, and some of the stuff. And I said, you guys got any wrestling cards? And he goes, no, I, I can't get them. Oh, I said, what do you mean you can't get them? He's like, I, I try to get him from these places and that place. And he goes, I know this guy down in Phoenix. Uh, we we're kind of talking. I said, Oh, you mean Tony? He goes, yeah, you know him? <laughs> I said, yeah, I've, I've bought and sold stuff with him before. And he's another collector. He actually owns the wrestling, uh, cards or wrestling guy store in Phoenix, and so he's telling me, well, if you go down there, he's got cards, but you're probably not going to Phoenix on your way back to Utah. I said, like, yeah, probably not. So I said, hey, man, I got cards. I sell on whatnot. I sell on eBay. I could sell you some cards if you're interested. He goes, oh, that'd be awesome. So uh, I was able to line up something to where I'm, I'm probably, uh, it's looking like I'm going to be able to supply this guy with, with some cards and see how it goes. Uh, we just did a small order at first, so I'm going to send him a few boxes. But he went from not being able to get cards, again, second biggest market in the world, to finding a guy in Utah that can supply him with what, what he wants. And, and we were able to talk and, uh, you know, like, yeah, we're just down here going to Disneyland or whatever. He's like, oh, I might be over there in a couple of days. He has a season pass. He's like, if I am, you know, I'll message with you or whatever, and I'll, I'll give you some of my discounts and stuff. So we went from not knowing each other to being pretty good friends by the end of a uh, 20-minute discussion. So, I mean, that's that's, I don't know. I thought that was kind of. I need to talk to you about the uh, invoicing and the sales tax and all that kind of thing because I'm not sure. I've just done private sales to where I sell uh, to people or via e- eBay and that kind of thing. So I haven't ever, ever actually done a, I'm invoicing a company, uh, they're buying a product from me and, and all the legalities and that.
1: And the difference part, it's funny you bring that up. Um, sales tax is a weird thing. Um, you know, the, the Nexus laws have changed it. Um, It's funny because I was going through my old stuff, um, my old college stuff. For some reason, I still have my books. I have my notebooks. I was, you know, again, I was like the pre-computer era. Like I didn't have a laptop. You know, I still had a a three-ring binder. You know, a trapper keeper. I wrote all my notes. I was going through them and I found a paper that I wrote, Um, and this was a long time ago. I, I I mean, we're talking probably fifteen years ago back then, it was the wild, wild west with selling stuff online. And I, my paper was about all these government entities, especially the states, that are missing out on sales tax because Amazon's selling it. All these online retailers are selling it. They're not collecting sales tax. And what are you going to do? I mean, that's all people did. That's why Circuit City doesn't exist that's anymore. That's
2: why has got that building. <laughs>
1: you know, if I go into the store and I say, oh, this is exactly what I want. I test it out. You know, I do everything. You know, it's I don't know seven hundred dollars at Circuit City, and at that point, you know, I'm paying you know an extra uh, you know eighty dollars or whatever in sales tax and fees and everything. And I go online, and it's a little bit less, and I don't have to pay sales tax. I mean, you know, you're saving seven to ten to twelve percent just by buying it online. Yeah. And I, and I wrote my paper basically saying, hey, this is wrong. Like, I can make you a million, hundreds of millions of dollars state agencies, if you'll listen to me. And it only just happened till a few years ago. So you're the
2: guy to blame. What do you mean blame? It was great. Being an online seller on that side of things, it was great because you got a lot more business because people would come and buy from you. Like you're saying, they'd go test it all out and say, hey, I want this. I'm going to go online and buy it. And, and uh, when they buy it from us, they weren't paying the sales tax or, or whatever. And it was just, you know, we were a lot more sales volume. As
1: much as people like to think that things are free, Um, like, I don't know, policemen, firemen, uh, running water. All these Um, social programs. Yeah, these social programs. Uh, You know, when you flush your toilet, it goes somewhere. They all cost money, And, and that money has to come from somewhere. So sales tax is a big portion of that. Um, so you're you're welcome that you have amenities that you can I'm afford. Not saying,
2: I'm not saying I, I, I don't pay my fair share, or whatever. I'm just saying it was good for the seller online yes. before this happened because <clears throat> those people would come and buy from me for that very reason.
1: So sales tax again is a very complex structure. Um, I've been pounding the pavement for years, um, and, and I was and I was right again. I, that's why I like to have these things that you can timestamp it. Um, the government is always trying to get more of their monies. Um, no matter what you sell online, uh, you're supposed to claim it and whether it's, you know, $6,000, Oh, I don't want to have to pay. Ta-. Well, that's just what it is. If, if you have an electric transfer of money, um, the government's going to know about it and they're going to want taxes on it. And they assume that it's a hundred percent profit. They want it on all of it. So that's just what's going to happen. So as that progresses, sales tax becomes more and more complex so exactly your situation that you're talking about, as resellers, you can have what's called a resale license. You know, it's you can buy goods tax-free and also sell them tax free because the end user should be paying taxes. Otherwise, it sells tax you know multiple times as, as it's purchased. That's not what the government wants, but you have to know how to do it correctly. So that would be something we would work on is if you're buying and selling goods um depending on how you actually take physical possession of those meaning are you taking possession they're coming to you in utah and then you're shipping them or are they going from your distributor directly to california um, no matter what it is we'll take care of the sales tax you won't have to pay or collect but we just want to make sure our ducks are in a row my friend
2: and see that's the thing we're still lining it up we're still we have not Officially sent him anything yet? We're trying to terms of payment and all that, but uh, is is I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool uh, to go into somewhere, talk with somebody, say, "Hey, this is something that I do," and obviously that you don't have any of that here. I
3: yeah. can
2: get it to you because yeah. he's say I can't get it. I can't. I can't find them. I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell you how I get them because that's you know, you're not going to kill the goose that's laying the golden egg.
1: Yeah, and, and that's a, like talk to people, like have a real conversation. Again, like, we're starved for human connection. Like, whatever happened during the pandemic, I mean, it, it wrecked a lot of lives. And it took a lot of lives, Whether whatever people want to call it. But it changed a generation of understanding how humans interact. Luckily, I mean, we're older, we get it. But that, um, you know, text messaging world, it's great in a lot of circumstances. But don't sit in the same room with somebody and text them like, you know have a conversation especially if you don't know them talk to somebody and that's exactly what happens to Derek you know he's getting in the back door of the all-star game you know he's down at Frank's collection and he's getting special wheels and deals Wheeling and deals he's getting discounts to Disneyland you know he's having dinner with uh what's his name uh Robert Downey Jr <laughs> you know yeah he's just seeing diff- he's just seeing different things He's selling cards directly to Hulk Hogan, and those are all based off of having human conversation. Um, and I don't know if it's... Um, Most I'll- of what
2: you said there was true. Like 99% of that was true. It's all true. And dinner with Robert. Uh, you've had
1: dinner with Robert, what's his name? Something, something. I know you've had dinner with Robert.
2: Well, with Robert, but not Robert oh. Downey Jr. Oh, okay. Suit, so yeah, uh, I, you know, plenty of times I've ate with Rob.
1: Uh, I know. Yeah. I mean, I think you did down in Disneyland. Probably. Rob's ride, the old uh, riding the wheels of with Rob. So I heard. That's what I heard. It was.
2: <laughs> you've heard lots of things.
1: All the people want to
2: ride. <laughs> Space Mountain. Space <laughs> Space Mountain, Mountain. longest. Uh, oldest oldest uh oldest ride longest line. That's is, right. I believe is what Rick says. But what I was
1: thinking is is the Frank's collection, you know, you're getting into. And if maybe I don't know if you can get your own booth or if that or you you kind of go in and talk to somebody saying, "Hey, I I kind of got this. What do we got to do to to make this happen?" Cuz you're the kind of guy that can wheel and deal that type of a deal. See, that's
2: the thing. I want to get back down um Usually, I've been pretty reserved on, I'm just going to keep my regular job, and I'll do this on the side, and, you know, it's good side income or whatever, but after seeing this golden show, I do want to go and sell some of my stuff. I got some pretty cool things, and, you know, the market here, I think it's just like, either they don't think they can afford it, or people just aren't looking for it. The people that do want it are, are busy. Cheap. Well, here they're cheap, but I'm just saying... If you're an executive level, something that's into jazz collectibles yeah, that would want, because one of the things I want to sell is I have a, a Sports Illustrated um, signed by Carmelo when he was the MVP. It says, to Coach Sloan, thanks. Carl MVP, whatever year. Yeah. I think 96, 97, somewhere there. And I got it authenticated by Beckett. It's back. I put it on eBay. Not a whole lot. I, I'm probably asking a, a pretty high price, but not even a lot of... Uh, Views. Views or people talking or asking about it. But if I go and give it to Golden and just say, hey, man, I want five grand for it, just yeah. throw it, whatever the number is. I think it's a pretty unique piece. There's, a, you know, Coach Sloan, who's no longer with us, Carl gave this to him. Yeah. It's a one of one. Yeah. And it's signed. And, and by the way, here's uh, Coach Sloan's parking pass for the Delta Center. Yeah. And hey, here's this cool letter. Let's package this together and see what we can do. Yeah. And they go to somebody like, I can't get a hold of Ryan Smith, who owns the jazz, I or, or the Miller family. I've, I've tried. Oh. I've sent out texts. I've said, you interested in this kind of stuff? Or, or not text, tweets, that kind of thing. Sometimes you get a little traction. You get some thumbs up and stuff. But, you know, I, I've never got somebody coming back and saying, hey, that's really cool. We'd like to have this in our collection. Yeah. Or, or Carmel and himself. I don't know. But you get somebody like Ken Golden who can call up the front office of the Jazz and say, Hey, I think you guys might be interested in this. Yeah. He can call the Miller family direct and say, Hey, I think you guys might be interested in this. Yeah. He can go to Carl Malone and say, Hey, I think you might be interested in this. And then you might have a three way bidding war for an item. And, I, and it's not the eBay people, it's a higher caliber, people that aren't necessarily looking on eBay or whatever. Yeah. They got more money than time.
1: And like you said, they don't have time to to look at these things, and that's the best part. I mean, golden auctions their their whole objective is to get the highest dollar because then they get the money. commission.
2: Yeah. So then they come and say, "Hey, uh, Carl wants this or whatever. We don't want it to go to auction. Will you take ten grand for it? Something like that." I mean, best case he, scenario.
1: He, and he's into basketball. He's into jerseys. Man, I you need to figure that out because if you can get in the door with that stuff, I got other you, stuff.
2: you've got the finals jersey. Uh, that
1: that Carl could probably get you if they know a way to get that signed
2: and they, exactly and you have uh, I got some game used stuff I still got those Stockton Olympic shoes which aren't in the best condition uh, I think we've talked about that before but they're still authentic yeah and you know if I can get I don't know I don't even know what they're valued at but if I can get a fair price for them and give them to the right person yeah. versus. Uh, some guy in uh, Abilene, Texas that wants to pay you $300 for it on eBay. Like yeah. Some things are eBay sales. Some things are a higher grade. Like like these people are professionals that go to people yeah. and say, you want this. And they got those connections. That's what they get paid for. That's how they get their commissions. Yeah, I don't have that time, whatever. Uh, but going back on the Frank and Sons thing. So I've been thinking, like, seriously. And it's probably kind of a pipe dream at some point. But if I could just go around... Uh, local states here which I do anyways you know kind of hit up Utah, Nevada uh, Southern Idaho Wyoming maybe something like that and I I get all these cards that I know aren't being sold here because that's usually where I go sourcing so I get my wrestling cards or or whatever I'm into and and certain figures and then I, I drive down a Thursday night or Thursday morning stay in California Saturday, Sunday I don't think I'd want to live or move there drive back Sunday 'Cause you got a booth, you close it, you lock it all up. Uh, if I could build up an inventory, have me a booth and do that, and it actually things sell, it might be an option. I, I'm I'm it's kind of a I don't know, I just had that thought when I was down there of like I might be able to do something like this. Now do I want to drive round trip every week, you know You do it anyways. Twenty hours. I do it anyways, exactly. You're
1: already That's doing what I this. do.
2: And you know, you might have to buy a hotel or something like that. It's all expend, expend expendable can't talk today, whatever. You know, I don't know if you buy a car for it, if you just rent a car every week. There's a whole lot of things to look into it for, but that's going from uh, working my 40-hour job, 40-hour-a-week job, doing whatever for whatever price I make, to, hey, I wake up Monday, I go source wherever I'm sourcing. I go try to find these things. Maybe I talk with Phil. Maybe I'm buying cases. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, there's a whole lot of different ways to go. But if you could be the guy in there that's the wrestling card guy, there's people that sold cards that had wrestling cards, yeah, or they had the belts and the figures and stuff. But if you could be the wrestling card guy at the big place that people go for collectibles in the second biggest market in the United States, not a bad. I mean, it's not my craziest idea.
1: I'm telling you, I got the sign out in the Hollis's Bet on yourself, my friend. And
2: then I don't I've been know.
1: telling you for years, and I've even what well, we do, we we double dip. I know a lot of guys that will drive stuff down on their trucks, you know, just down and back. So what you do, you you pick up a load, you drive it down, you hang out for a couple days, and then you bring another load back. You're getting paid every way you go.
2: Yeah, and there's also cheap ways to fly in and out. Maybe once you get kind of established, you can fly in for the night, fly out the next day, hire somebody. There's a lot of options to go. Oh, yeah. And just be getting the setup, and I don't know what the booth rental, it's sold out right now, so... But it's an option. There's people that do, you know, the card shows and stuff, but that's what I'm thinking. You niche down what you do, you buy in, you're bring stuff in, and you're the guy that, like you're the guy that's known for that. It's I don't know. It's send not send it. It's not my craziest idea. Send it. We might have to do some uh, investigating and when we go like and like you're saying, they bring in Bo Jackson, you bring in stuff, say you hire I don't know, some wrestler to come sign at your booth. Whatever you get you get the people in there, you get well established. And that's like Phil. We love to go and talk to Phil. Oh, yeah. I don't care what his prices are compared to Walmart. I want to go see Phil. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'll pay 10 more bucks a bo- box or whatever it is yeah. to just go and hang out with him. Plus, he's got things they don't have at Walmart and Target. Oh, no. Because he can buy it from whoever, the, yeah. the dealers. and, Man. It's all that thing. So, I don't know, Adam. That's just, I mean, it's just nice to kind of have that. Then, yeah, you're right next to Disneyland, uh, California. There's a lot of opportunities to get those kind of collectibles down there. <clears throat> my wife's kind of into that world a little more than me, maybe you get a booth next to you and you start doing that kind of stuff too. I don't
1: know. I'm going to tell you something that um, being self-employed has really helped me better understand if you do things right. Because let's be honest. I mean, most people are, you know, there's two types of people. There's the, uh, you know, the, the A students that work for the uh, C students. And that's what I was. I, You know, I wasn't great at school. I wasn't, you know, top notch. You know, I, I made my way through it. But you gotta be willing to take that risk uh you gotta be willing to say, you know i I don't know what's gonna happen next week, but I believe something's gonna happen next week. You know you always gotta have that gumption, but health insurance is usually the the kicker that's usually mm-hmm. oh man, I can't figure that out there whatever political realm that you live in, I don't care whether you're so far left, you're falling off the cliff or you're so far right, you're better than everyone else, and you know whatever it is. Um, Obamacare was the greatest thing to happen to self-employment people. And the problem is is you just have to know how the system works, which a lot of people don't. And unfortunately, you have to go to a tax professional because that's what I've had to become. I've had to become an insurance agent, a tax professional, a legality expert, because everything evolves. And health insurance, if you do it right, um, it can be the best thing that ever happened to you, and it doesn't cost you hardly anything. Um, I've gone through an incident right now with a, a client that should have had health insurance, and they didn't. Like, then there's no reason that they shouldn't have. They just didn't do it. Just didn't know how, probably. They, you know, so there was an accident. Now they've got significant medical bills. To where, if they would have had health insurance, that wasn't going to cost them, but maybe $50, 75 bucks a month, they wouldn't have this problem. But that's kind of the whole aspect is people are afraid to take these jumps. But there's ways to do it. You know, there, there's there's things to, um, you know, give you the opportunities. And really, it's a dollars and cents thing. And I get it. That's the hard part. It's easy for me to tell people, like, what are you waiting for? You know, go do it. I know you can make the money. Put it on paper. See exactly how much money you have coming in. Because then you get the other bennies of being self-employed. A lot of things you're already doing. You can write them off now, you know? And that's what you have to look at is before taxes, after taxes, at your regular job, you've paid taxes. And what we really care about is what's your money that goes into your bank account every two weeks? What's that dollar amount? $1,500, $1,800, $2,300? To then you look at saying, if I'm self-employed and I sell something for, you know, I have a week and I sell $6,000 worth of stuff, I don't really have that much in expenses because everything's already paid for. I'll break up the rent. I'm traveling anyways. And at the end of the day, I had $3,000 that came into my pocket. You're like, well, this is better than what I was doing before. And you just have to, you know, perpetuate and get better at it. So that's, I hope that that comes across the way that it's supposed to.
2: Yeah, I hate, I mean, we don't get a lot of, uh, we don't go political a lot on the show. And uh, I mean, you were a little, we're not 100% on what we think, but we're still friends, and that's cool. Uh, but the one thing I think people need to realize is uh doesn't matter the party. They're going to try to make something the big, bad, demon, whatever it is. That's the, 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 gra- what I'm trying to think of all my analogies. It's a little early in the morning. The, the the big thing that they're going to put up there. And, oh, yeah. You know, the big straw man that they're against. And uh, for whatever reason, the Obamacare was one of those things. Uh, the original, uh, Proposal was a lot better than what we even got, and for whatever reason, it turned into. Uh, oh, there's many reasons why it turned into a political thing. But uh, one side was very against it. One side was very for it. Uh, one side wants it to be free. One side wants you to never have it. And like me and Adam said before, I think we're a lot more in the middle, oh yeah, as a country than these far, far sides. But that's what gets the news headlines. Oh, the for the sure. squeaky wheels get the oil. Uh, anyway. And even calling it Obamacare was like, oh, oh it's because you hate Obama or whatever. But
1: Who cares what it's the called? The Affordable
2: Care Act, whatever it's called. Um, if you don't look at that, there's been a lot of people that couldn't get insurance, that took away the, the prereqs, yeah. the you know kids being able to stay on until they are 26. A lot of good things came of that. I think it could be refined and even a little better, especially both parties got their heads out and said, we want to help the people. Um, you as a person... Uh, don't find your identity with a political party because yeah. they're never out for your best interest on both ends. Find out what's best for you and pursue it. Don't say, there's no way I'm going to go on Obamacare because I hate Obama or whatever. That's stupid. Or, or you know, that's just dumb. And that's one of the big things is, like Adam was saying, to go a, to go and try to start your own job or to retire, or whatever you had going, one of the big things over people's heads for, for years, and it still kind of is, is how I'm going to be insured. Yeah, I had a, a person at my work... Mm-hmm. Uh, Close friend of mine um, was my boss. Well, was one of my bosses at one point. Lost his job the other day. Needless to say, uh, you know that's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast that will never probably be aired because everyone's got opinions on what happened. But one of the things that his his issue is is he has he has a wife and kids. Uh, now he's suddenly unemployed and he's looking for insurance options. Uh, you can do the COBRA route, but that's yeah. you know it's expensive. It's expensive and. You're paying out-of-pocket basically <coughs> what the company's been covered. Or you can go get on one of Mar- these. Th-
1: marketplace.org.
2: Marketplace.org and figure it out. And
1: Healthcare do- healthcare.org.
2: Care, healthcare.org. Uh, anyways, it's one of those things that levels the playing field a little bit. And you're able to pay a fair amount and you get decent coverage depending on what you want. Uh, for a reseller, that's something to look into because, uh, you know, especially if you're going to go full-time or something like that, each state has a little different thing. I just yeah. wish everything would get just across the board the same, but it, we're not there yet.
1: And um, basically what I'm trying to say is Derek is going to be submitting his name for Congress. Um, we're excited about that. Um, so vote Derek. We'll figure out how to make it to where. I
2: bet I get 20 votes. I bet oh, I could get 20.
1: I-, I guarantee you get more than that, my friend. So that being said, before we get into the two, um Congress, Senate, they'll never they'll never be on the same page. They'll never get along.
2: No, and they're always going to try to put you against you know, your neighbor or whatever just uh, do what's best for you.
1: It's 5% on the, the the one end, 5% on the other. The other 90% of America sits in the middle and let's all just get along, people. That's
2: the thing. We can figure it out too. Like that's they like the butting heads, they like uh, the distraction. Like if everyone got to get we can figure it out. Oh like yeah, there's all sorts of problems going on with the country that aren't that hard to figure out, but you get, you know, Strong wind blowing this way and strong guy going that way. and
1: We're allegedly the smartest place in the world. And why we don't have a car that runs on salt water, it's all because of money.
2: It is all because of And then we can get down the conspiracy routes. but
1: Oh, I love me some conspiracy routes. There's also route.
2: uh, down in California, which was kind of interesting, they have those hydrogen cars. Oh, yeah. Which I, I, I heard weren't going to make it to, to where we live because whoever's in charge decided that wasn't a good idea. I, I don't know.
1: Who knows? But that being said, there are two things in life that are for certain, my friend.
2: That would be death piles and
3: taxes. Hey, Derek. It's the hardcore legend Mick Foley. And at first I thought this was going to be a fun video. I was like, okay, I'm going to push this great podcast. It sounds like a lot of fun. I was all getting ready to select some music earlier today i found Rocky Four, which uh, I didn't my least favorite Rocky movie and it wasn't necessarily a good training uh, like music montage scene, but it was it was okay and I used it. I was thinking, what can I do to get some exciting music and push this a little bit but instead oh it takes a little turn for the worse. It's like some heat comes in here right when I was expecting you to make the big comeback. I understand uh, that you received a copyright violation. That had to take down all all of your episodes, every one of them. Oh my goodness! This sounds like a uh, podcast. Uh, death piles sound like death piles and taxes. It sounds like a great idea about selling things on eBay. And you've been talking about selling graded wrestling cards, and the show took off. Those people suck! I swear! I swear! I don't like to use that type of language, but they suck. Like who are you hurting?
0: We're well within our rights, the easy song. We're aware the preaching copyright is wrong. With lots of dedication, we pres-